Hey, everybody. Welcome back to It's Only Embarrassing If You're Embarrassed podcast, a podcast focused on normalizing everyday challenges such as mental health, addiction, grief, divorce, loss, and many more. I hope this episode inspires you to be your best self and to live your dream life one day at a time. Hello, hello. Today we are drinking coffee and talking about Jesus. I just made myself a cup of French roast coffee with a little vanilla flavoring in it. And we're about to unpack the book of Psalms here on Faith Friday. And so Faith Friday, if you're new, is just an episode where I unpack with you guys whatever it is that I'm reading in the Bible, and we really just go through lessons that I've learned and how some of these things just apply to our day-to-day life. So get caffeinated, whatever you need to do, and get ready to unpack the book of Psalms. So we're going to get right into it. It opens by saying, happy are those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or take the path that sinners leave or sit in the seat of scoffers, but their delight is in the law of the Lord. So it literally opens by saying, hey, happy are those who take delight in the Lord. And so all these other things that are external that we think are so important, that are worldly, that are materialistic, none of them really mean anything as long as we can be able to delight in the Lord. Then it goes on to say, the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the wicked will perish. So it goes straight in to just say that if you are doing things God's way, he will always look out for you. But if you're not, things are probably going to not end up as planned. Then Psalms 2 ends by saying, happy are all who take refuge in him. And then each one of the Psalms kind of has like a, a topic, if you will. So Psalms 3, the topic is trust in God under adversity. And this is something I've always really struggled with because I always thought that if I believed in God, it was kind of like a genie in a bottle. Like I believe in you. So I just make random wishes to sky and you just grant them and make my life perfect. And then when things weren't like that, I was like, huh, I don't believe in God. He's not doing enough for me or you know, just all these, you know, kind of different mindsets I've had around God. But now I truly do know that you can trust in God under adversity. And it says in Psalm three, verse three, but you, O Lord, are a shield around me, my glory and the one who lifts up my head. I cry aloud to the Lord and he answers me from his holy hill. And I truly believe that every time you reach out to God, he will always answer you. It doesn't mean the answer is going to be what you want it to be, or it's going to be an immediate yes or an overnight change. Sometimes it's going to take years and work, but I truly think that if you're going after something that's God's will, that he will bring that to pass for you. Psalms 4, 4, I have highlighted. It says, when you are disturbed, do not sin. Ponder it on your beds and be silent. And I really think this means when somebody pisses you off and you want to say something rude to them, pause for a sec. Don't act like a crazy person. Take some deep breaths and don't respond. (laughs) Like in 2024 speak, this is saying we're not letting other people bother our energy. We're not reacting. If other people try to do things to get us to react, we are just staying in peace and staying in fulfillment and in God's word. Then in Psalm 5, it says, trust in God for deliverance from enemies. And in verse 4, it says, for you are not a God who delights in wickedness. And it says, 
in verse seven, but I, through the abundance of your steadfast love will enter your house. I will bow down towards your holy temple and all of you. And so as long as you are seeking the Lord, you believe in the Lord, you're asking for forgiveness for your sins. That's all you have to do to, you know, be able to see God whenever you pass that you don't have to be perfect. I think a lot of times people think like, oh, if I'm a Christian, I have to be perfect. I can never sin. I can never do anything wrong. There's this whole list of sins in the Bible. I'm not good enough, but really there's so much less to it. And so much less pressure than I think that we put on ourselves sometimes. I'm literally just sipping coffee and flipping pages for you guys. Okay, so Psalm 6 is a prayer for recovery from grave illness. And in verse 8, it says, Depart from me, all you workers of evil, for the Lord has heard the sound of my weeping. The Lord has heard my suffocation. The Lord accepts my prayer. All my enemies shall be ashamed and struck with terror. They shall turn back and in a moment be put to shame. And there is really just a lot of different prayers within this book. The next one is a plea for help against persecutors. Then it goes into divine majesty and human dignity. And like there is something for just everybody in every stage of life and every age of life in the book of Psalms, which is why that's actually where I started this year's Bible challenge. And so if you guys want to follow along on Instagram, I'll link my Instagram page in the show notes. But I'm just doing a Bible challenge where I'm trying to read five pages of the Bible a day. And I started in the book of Psalms. And so that's why we're unpacking that today. So Psalms 9 is called God's power and justice. And it says in verse 9, the Lord is a stronghold for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. And those who know your name put their trust in you, O Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. And so it literally is saying God is a stronghold in times of trouble. Whenever we have trouble, I think we're so quick to try to solve it ourselves. And then after we've tried everything, we're like, well, I guess I'll give this to God. Nothing left to do. And it's like, we need to get in the habit of giving things to God first and foremost, rather than trying to fix them ourselves. If we can fix them ourselves, great. But I think a lot of times we try to we pray for something, it doesn't happen in 30 seconds, and we're like, okay, how can I control the situation or make the situation be what I want it to be or make this person be what I want it to be? And literally the Bible is just saying, give those things to God and God will do his will. And you just have to, you know, get on board with that. So in Psalm 11, it's called a song of trust in God. And it says, the Lord tests the righteous and the wicked. His soul hates the lover of violence. And I think in today's society, honestly, violence is just kind of normalized, like just fighting and, you know, lots of movies about gun violence. And it really just goes on to, you know, kind of remind you that there's nothing about violence that glorifies God. And there's nothing about, you know, righteousness or wickedness that glorifies God. And then Psalm 14 is a denunciation of godlessness. And verse one says, fools say in their heart, there is no God. They are corrupt. They do abdominal deeds. There is no one who is good. And I, whenever I was a fool, definitely said in my heart, there is no God. And I think deep down, I knew that there was a God, but I just really wanted somebody to blame because life wasn't going my way. And God was just kind of like an easy thing, answer, whatever for me to just have, you know, a scapegoat, somebody to blame. And so 
then as I've come into my journey with faith, I'm like, yeah, deep down, I always knew there was a God. I just like sometimes didn't want anything to do with him or didn't understand that life could be, that God could be good even when life was not. Just, I didn't really understand, you know, just how a relationship with God would work and what really that meant. So Psalm 16, I have a ton of stuff highlighted. So this is a good one to just be bop to. It's titled Song of Trust and Security in God. Verse 7, I bless the Lord who gives me counsel. In the night also my heart instructs me. I keep the Lord always before me because he is my right hand. I shall not be moved. Therefore, my heart is glad and my soul rejoice. My body also rests secure. For you do not give me up. So literally, all it's saying is that... uh, by, you know, just keeping the Lord first in your life, your heart will be glad, your soul will rejoice, and your body will rest and be secure. And I think that's so huge because it's basically saying if you trust God and you're faithful in what God wants you to do, He will create this peace and contentment that I think at the end of the day is what really we're all searching for, is just this peace and contentment that truly can only be found through following God. So uh, then we're going to skip to Psalm 19. And it says in verse eight, the perceptions of the Lord are right, rejoicing in the heart. The commandment of the Lord is clear, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The ordinance of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. And so again, the commandment of the Lord is clear. And as long as you, you know, hold what these commandments of the Lord are, then you will be able to just see so much prosperity and just so much happiness in your life. So Psalm 20 is actually titled a prayer for victory. So I think this is a great one. If you're just looking for somewhere to go, if maybe you're in a, in a season of being lost or waiting and it goes on to say, the Lord answer you in the day of trouble. May the name of God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and give you support. And I think that that's something if you just don't know what to pray one day, like, hey, Lord, please answer me in my day of trouble. Please come protect me and please give me support. And that's something that's just quick and easy and biblical biblical that you can really just pray easily. So Psalm 22 is a plea for deliverance and suffering and hostility. And it says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from helping me from the words of my groaning? Oh my God, I cry by day, but you do not answer and by night, but find no rest. And I felt like this so much before I understood that faith does not equal a perfect life. Again, I thought faith was just like, hey God, this inconvenience is happening, magic it away, even if like I caused that inconvenience. And so often I felt like God had forsaken me, but really he was there the whole time. I just needed to do my part in order for him to, you know, be able to do his part. And a lot of times I was, you know, just really badly stuck in addiction and then being like, Hey God, how come things aren't good? And it's like, because I was addicted to a bunch of different things and that's why things weren't good. Not because God isn't good. And we're so quick to like blame things not being good in our life on somebody or something else, rather than taking accountability for the fact that sometimes we're the one that needs to change. So Psalm 23 goes on to say, it's called the divine shepherd. And it 
is the verse you guys I know have heard. It says, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil for you are with me. And it really is such a good reminder that even in your darkest times, God is there. And it goes on to say, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord my whole long life. And literally, if you just give your life over and give your will over to God, goodness and mercy really will follow you and life will just get so much easier. And I wrote just in my notes, if you follow Jesus, good things and protections will just naturally happen. So Psalm 25 is a prayer for guidance and deliverance. And this is again, a great one. If you're just like, I don't know what I'm doing. God, please help me. This is a great one. You could, you know, pray or read out loud. Psalm 25, verse 1, To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O God, in you I trust. Do not let me be put to shame. Do not let my enemies exalt over me. Do not let those who wait for you be put to shame. Let them be ashamed who are treacherous. Make me know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Again, so what we're supposed to do is just seek going after God's will. And if we just keep seeking God and keep going after his will, then our life will really just get immeasurably better day by day. So we are actually going to stop there. That is us stopping at Psalm 25. And so next week we'll pick back up at Psalm 26. And I hope you guys enjoyed this Faith Friday. If you have somebody that you know that is looking for a little bit more digestible way to learn more about the Bible, please share with a friend, with your mom. And as always, happy healing, babes. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of It's Only Embarrassing If You're Embarrassed podcast. I'm your host, Madison. If you want to get tuned into more episodes, you can click the follow button in the top right-hand side of your phone screen. This will actually notify you when new episodes are published. If you love this episode, please leave a five-star rating and review. It really helps with the show. And last but not least, if you thought of someone during this episode that you were like, hmm, I really need my mom, my bestie, my sister to hear this episode, please share with a friend. And as always, happy healing, babes.